Thank you and welcome to Scripture on Creation. I'm Scott Kump. And I'm Dr. Ben Scripture. In our last program, Dr. Scripture, we were talking about camps, lakes, and movies. <laughs> <laughs> were we talking about creation or something? Or too? something like that. Well, it, it started with you referencing a discussion you had with a biochemistry student mm-hmm. that you met at a camp in Minnesota. Right. And she was a biochemistry major. And she and I were discussing just the issue of how when a person who doesn't believe in evolution or even just wants some things cleared up, has Mm -hmm. some questions about evolution, very often anymore, the person that they're asking the question of a professor in this particular case won't even deal with them, won't even give any explanation. They just simply say that, oh, this talking about intelligent design or creation is a waste of time. It's just stupid. (laughs) And they don't even attempt to defend their position. They just sort of slough off any criticism. And it sounds like she's encountering this in her own studies currently. Absolutely. And so we were talking about what kinds of questions she might ask. She was just frankly discouraged and trying to figure out what should she do. And so in our last program, I was sharing how this strategy, I think is the best way to put it, that the evolutionists are now using was very well documented by Ben Stein in his movie Expelled. If you have not seen that, you need to see it. Boy, that's for sure. It's really entertaining. And if you saw it years ago, watch it again. Yeah, I might do that. <laughs> you'll see some things that you didn't remember. It's really, really thought-provoking. We talked about that movie a little bit, and we're going to talk about it some more in this particular program. And I shared my own personal experience where this strategy was used. Actually, the chairman of the Department of Biology at Notre Dame, when I was a graduate student, got all over me because I was mentioning some things about creation and so forth on the radio. Mm-hmm. And yet I didn't get to share a more recent experience that I had. That was in the late 90s when I was a graduate student. I also had another experience where this kind of censorship is almost astounding because of something that Notre Dame published about me. So let's just pick right up where we left off last time. And I'm going to be sharing something that the Notre Dame magazine published about me in their section called Domers in the News. That Hmm. wasn't Dumbers in the News. That's (laughs) Domers in the News. Although evolutionists would say because of (laughs) what it said about me, it should be Dumbers in the News. This is Notre Dame magazine, the winter issue of 2008. So again, this is a few years ago, but we're talking 10 years later after I was a graduate student. And what this Domers in the News section does is just talks about different things that Notre Dame graduates are involved in of interest. So here in this section, it said, Ben Scripture, 98 PhD, served as a witness for the defense of creation science in a mock trial held at Northern Kentucky University. Scripture, whose Notre Dame degree is in biochemistry, also holds an MDiv degree from Indiana's Grace Theological Seminary. He hosts two radio programs, Scripture on Creation, and That's What Scripture Says. Let me stop there. I used to also have a program that I called That's What Scripture Says. So anyway, reading from the article again. On radio stations in Fort Wayne and Indianapolis, as well as the Good News Network, which serves stations in the southeastern United States. That's all it said just said that I was in this mock trial and that I've got this radio program. That got you in trouble? Well, it didn't get me in trouble so much, but I'm going to show you the kind of response that you get from these evolutionary activists, even if you just mention that there's a person that has a degree out there and is a creationist or even an intelligent design person. So in the next issue of the Notre Dame magazine, in the letters to the editor, 
This is how someone responded. The title of his letter was Creation Science with a question mark. And the person says, quote, what criteria are used to choose which alumni are included in the domers in the news column? With mention of Ben Scripture, 98 PhD, and his service as a defense witness at a mock trial on creation science, perhaps the mother of all oxymorons, at Northern Kentucky University, obviously you have set the bar at its lowest possible level. Scripture is an anti-evolutionist who uses his fundamentalist radio program to argue that dinosaurs coexisted with humans and actually joined Noah on the ark, among his other strictly literal interpretations of the Bible. The harm this brings to the intellects of young people aspiring to be scientists cannot be calculated, and the embarrassment to the editors of Notre Dame magazine and to the faculty of Notre Dame's biochemistry department over the publicity given him should be enormous. The man who wrote this, Lee J. Sutner, a graduate in 1961 of Notre Dame, and he was a professor emeritus of Indiana University in Bloomington. So here's another example of this how can you state it any other way than colossal overreaction to just mentioning a person who <laughs> has some credential and then they espouse creation or intelligent design? What did he say again? He said, the harm this brings to the intellects of young people aspiring to be scientists cannot be calculated. What kind of harm does this do to the intellects of somebody aspiring to be a scientist? Well, this, again, is the kind of thing that Ben Stein's movie Expelled talks about and interviews people that sort of give explanations as to the kind of harm that is being done. So what I want to do is consider some more quotes from that movie. And I just want our listeners to understand that there are evolution activists out there, and it's almost as though they function as some kind of thought police. Mm, yes. You wonder what they are so afraid of. They obviously really do think that intelligent design is a serious threat to something, to everything. <laughs> and as Lee J. Sutner put it, apparently especially to anybody that would want to consider being a scientist, somehow intelligent design is going to steer everybody away from scientific studies. It's amazing some of the venom that comes out of some of these responses. Right. And as we pointed out last time, for example, that one medical doctor, he said something critical of evolution, or at least questioning natural selection, and he knew that he'd get some criticism, but he was amazed at the viciousness yeah. and the baseness, as he referred to it, that he got back as a result of his comments. Yeah. In the last program, we talked about accredited and accomplished scientists who really took a beating just because they thought maybe there is something to intelligent design or maybe there's a reason to question evolution. Right. Ben Stein, after he started interviewing some of these people, because he didn't have this opinion when he began the, the documentary, I don't think, sensed this very same thing. He was surprised at the kind of reactions. And so he decided he would go around with this question in mind, what was so bad about intelligent design? And so he interviewed a bunch of evolutionists, and here are some of their responses from the Expelled movie. And like I mentioned, I actually took quotes from this, transcribed them. So the things when I say, quote unquote, is exactly what these people said. So here's a quotation from Dr. Peter Adkins, professor of chemistry at Oxford University, quote, they will never accept that we have a better argument. They just pester us and they waste our time, unquote. 
So apparently one of the things that is so bad about intelligent design is it wastes their time. And of course, how does it waste their time? Well, they have to come up with a defense for their position, and they frankly thought that they were well past this. <laughs> Another thing that Dr. Adkins from Oxford said is, quote, to present intelligent design stunts their educational growth. It stunts their intellectual growth, unquote. Well, you know, excuse me, but being taught how to defend a theory, how to defend what you understand to be true, seems like a pretty good way to stimulate intellectual growth to me. And I would submit that a good way to stunt intellectual growth is to not teach students how to think. Mm. I mean, they are just being expected to accept lock, stock, and barrel, the theory of evolution and all their arguments, and just leave it at that. Never question it. I think that stunts intellectual growth myself. One other thing that Dr. Adkins says is, quote, religion. It's just fantasy, basically. It's completely empty of any explanatory content. And it's evil as well. Well, he must be talking about the atheistic religions practiced by Hitler and Stalin <laughs> and people like that. Well, no, he's talking about <laughs> Christianity. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so here's another evolutionist that Stein talks to. It is author Michael Roos. And to give you a sense of how dedicated he is to Darwin, he wrote a book entitled Darwinism Defended, which is totally dedicated to doing just what the title says and blasting creationism or intelligent design as a major defense of Darwinism. In other words, he doesn't defend Darwinism so much as just criticize alternate views. That's mm. defending Darwinism. And to give you an idea of his perspective, he says this in his preface to the book. Quote, I hope it will be obvious that I draw a very strict line between the scientific evolutionists that I criticize and the creationists. I do not underestimate the political skills of creationists, but regard their doctrines with contempt. However, although I think the scientific evolutionary opponents of Darwinism are wrong, I have failed if I have not given a sense of the real respect that I have for them as thinkers. Unquote. Well, I think that we see from their comments that, frankly, they don't respect. He doesn't, nor does anyone else in this evolutionary activist camp, respect anybody who contradicts Darwinism, period. And so with that understanding of Michael Roos's perspective, this is what Ben Stein asks him. What was so bad about intelligent design? And Roos says this, quote, It's really very stupid. Everyone knows science education in America is appalling. What we don't need at this time is intelligent design in the classrooms, unquote. Very scientific <laughs> argument. It's stupid. <laughs> right. So again, the answer is it hurts the education process somehow. The idea being that even mentioning something different from Darwinian evolution apparently dumbs down the students. But I think underlying all these comments about the intellectual harm, questioning, or criticizing evolution in the classroom can cause is the ultimate fear that intelligent design leads to asking then, well, who is the designer if there is an intelligent designer? And that is too much like a creator. <gasps> God. <laughs> oh, no. And that is intolerable to the evolutionist. And I think this is frankly proven by an interview that Ben Stein had with Dr. P.Z. Myers, professor of biology at the University of Minnesota. You know, I wonder if Katie had him for one of her biology classes, Good that question. biochem <laughs> student that I was talking to. This is what Myers said, quote, 
Intelligent design is a set of excuses to squeeze creationism into the classrooms, unquote. And Stein interviewed another person that he didn't name, but this is what this evolutionist said, quote, get intelligent design in the schools today and we can have school prayers tomorrow, unquote. And so I think that we see the real fear that the evolutionary activists have is they don't want the mention of God. They don't want anyone turning to the Bible. It truly, listener, is a spiritual battle. And it fits perfectly with what Paul says in the book of Romans. I'm just going to read portions of this passage in Romans chapter 1, starting at verse 28. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind. Over in verse 30, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, Verse 31, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. And Peter makes similar comments in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 4. He says, And in all this, they are surprised that you do not run with them into the same excess of dissipation, and they malign you. And that's not what I say. That's what scripture says.